I mean, <laughs> this will be the first time in a while. Eventually, we'll have nothing to talk about. It, yeah, and like, it's not like I don't have anything to talk about, which it, I don't. <laughs> oh, you don't? I don't I really don't have any topics this week. Just like old times. Just Welcome like to MD Glass. Times. This Welcome. is Matt. This is Stefan. I woke your cat up, and he looks really freaked out. No, he's chill. He's a good boy. He's going to be big. That's my baby. Uh, but, okay, I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> you already have a cat named baby and anyway okay yeah that's, that's so my baby but that is a baby this is a real quick thing i i just i have some other topics to talk about since you said you have none uh but of course if you think of any let me know Stefan. not people at home because you've shown you don't care about I us i tend to situationally think about things as we go and i think that's a pretty good flow as it stands i'm not i don't ever feel like over saturated with your content i'm just lazy and didn't write anything down well you edit, so I'll give you a pass. <laughs> anyway. Thank you. Um, so Arthur Fleck from uh Yeah, from a, Joker. From the indie movie Joker. Yeah, I don't just, know if you just, I don't know if you've I've heard of it. I've never heard of it, man. That sounds weird. What is it about? Uh, like um Have you heard the, the playing card? <laughs> have you heard of the uh the theory of why his name is Arthur Fleck? I haven't. Sorry, it's um, my water. So Arthur Fleck. A Fleck. Affleck, like Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck, the current Batman when that was made. Coincidence? I don't know. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, it was he Batman though? Was yeah. he Batman though? Or did the studio already decide that they were going to go with Robert Pattinson at that time? I mean, regardless of like if they were going to introduce him into the story or whatever, he was the current Batman at the time that movie was made and written. Well, it's kind of cute because the Joker is a full contrast of Batman. I, I think it's a clever joke if it's if it's true. Um, it, it is entirely possible. It's a coincidence. But on the other hand, that sounds like something the Joker would do is make his alias name a idiom over, you know, the name of whoever's playing Batman. Like if it was Heath Ledger time, he would have been, uh, you know, Heathcliff. He, no, he would have been Ledge boy. <laughs> he would have been Baxter Ale or something. So it's like Bale. Bale. That's yeah. cute. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, I, whether it's true or not, I want to believe it because it sounds more interesting, <laughs> and I like it. I like that, too. I, I, I still love that movie. Yeah, so it holds up. I actually been wanting to watch it um, while I'm working because I can Here multitask. The clowns. But fucking HBO Max has one stupid thing on it that it that needs to fix immediately. And what's the one stupid thing? It doesn't flip the screen. Like it plays horizontal, but it only plays on one side. You can't flip it. So Oh, that's annoying. If you have my phone where it stands up only on one side, it It doesn't if, stand up on that side. Right. It only stands up on the side that doesn't work out, so I can't watch Joker while I work. Man, I hope there's like not people in Africa listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> all about this don't petty you have a, shit. don't you have an iPad or something? Yeah, some idiot sold me his a while back. I could probably use that. You could just use that. I'll sign my TV next to me that I could use. I, this is Betty bullshit. I'm saying like, right. I, it's just, say, just like, a minor feature. Just fucking fix it, HBO. Come on. Get yeah, your, come on. You don't want to like be rocking a pop socket in order to get that done. Yeah, I refuse to have a pop socket. I like them. I used to have them, but right well, now I don't. My phone's not really made for a pop socket with the case I have. No, definitely not. It wouldn't open up all the way. Right. Um. All right. So I just wanted to mention that thing about Joker. Thought it was interesting. That's cute as fuck. That's, a, that's actually really adorable. Now, I had no idea. Uh, what's your. I, I came up with a movie idea, I, which I'm sure like other people probably thought about before. It's nothing new, but um, it, it is a drastically, drastically more dramatic uh, remake 
or slash continuation on a existing property. So before I get into that, I want to ask your opinion. What do you think about those? Like, for example, the gritty, uh, the different kind of gritty Mortal Kombat web series that came out or like the Power Rangers gritty one that came out with like James Vanderbeek. You know what I'm talking about? You know, what's your opinion on that? It also kind of ties in, not ties in, but kind of ties in for me and like the Harley Quinn show where it's like really gory and Oh my God, have you watched it? I've seen a couple episodes. Is it good? Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy it. I like it. The thing is, is there's a time and a place and going the gritty route sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. What I'm a little disappointed on is just like how everything is Deadpool nowadays in a lot of ways. It's like, oh, okay, well, Deadpool did it, so now we can do it. I mean, it opens up a new window and opens up like a different side of the universe. The characters get to express themselves completely differently, and I fuck with that. But there's also a part of me that's kind of like, ew, why? Uh, in defense of that. That's it. I mean, it's just a little bit of an ew, why? Like sometimes I'm like, why? Well, in defense of that, Warner Brothers kind of started off first with like the Harvey Birdman and like uh, Space Goes Coast to Coast were like serious shitty shows but they were serious shows that then later C lab in there too in C lab yeah that later on adult swim became these like parodies of themselves which were fucking better than those original shows were ever harvey berman attorney at law is my one of my favorite shows of all time i love that show yeah so that's uh, and like that's kind of what the harley quinn show reminds me of a bit where it's like because it is heavily inspired and has a lot of aspects coming from batman the animated series and then it kind of takes this satirical approach on it which is also fitting for like Harley Quinn also. So I, I get what you mean with the whole Deadpool thing. Like, yeah, Deadpool is probably the most popular thing that stems off on all of those. But I also think like it for the Harley Quinn show itself, that was well done. And no, I, yeah, I'm not particularly targeting all the, the other, Harley Quinn show. I'm just using it as an example. Right. All the other shows that are doing that too. Um, well, so what I mean is um, I, I thought of. But wait, wait, can I, was, I interject just for a sec? Why did Teen Titans go backwards though? <laughs> What do you mean? Don't you think Teen Titans would have actually gone a little more of a serious route? But they went backwards. They went, nah. Well, that's why Titans exist. The live action show. Oh, right. That's right. I forgot that they made that. I forgot that that's like a thing. Is it okay? Is it okay? Is it good? I watched two seasons of it Sorry. and I'm waiting for a third season. Um, I actually liked it and I got Jared to watch it and he he actually enjoyed it quite a bit too. Have you watched the new Watchmen? The show? I, I got halfway through it. The thing is I was watching it with someone and... Mark, I was watching a Mark. Okay. And uh, it's been too fickle. And I've been just like, fuck it. I'm just going to finish it without him because I was halfway through it and seriously fucking enjoyed it and want to watch the rest of it. But I was waiting for so much time and now I keep forgetting that I made the decision to say fuck it to him a while back. So, uh, I, yeah, I finished will, it. I will finish. You finished it. I haven't finished it now. Oh, you started watching it. I've seen a, I've seen the first two episodes. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's it is. really fucking good. I um, can't believe like critics were panning it and, um, I think I was looking on IMDb or something of the sort, and it has a higher rating than the movie does. I mean, it doesn't mean shit, but like IMDb is really, really picky on what movies and TV shows get good ratings. So if it has a decent rating on IMDb, I think it's it's probably going to be worth it. Well, but, you know, get the read for a loop. Though. I, I think it's a better film than the movie, honestly, or a better, better overall story and everything like that, because I. I don't think I've I've really hidden the fact, or I don't think maybe I haven't addressed it fully. I don't really care for Zack Snyder too much. Um, I'm kind of with you on that. He's he's more style over substance. J.J. Um, Abrams too, to a little bit lesser extent, because at least for J.J. Abrams, I like Mission Impossible three. Um, yeah, and I liked Super Eight. 
I, Super 8's okay for me. I, I think Super 8 has a lot of good qualities to it that I can appreciate more than some of his other movies. But I think Super 8's just okay. It's it's an homage to Steven Spielberg from film when I'd rather just watch Steven Spielberg. True. But once again, I kudos. Kudos, I get it. No, yeah. Um, I'm not really a big fan of Zack Snyder Zack either. Snyder has not I, made a single movie I liked. You know, I had a... I had a I guess like a colleague in school who's an amazing VFX artist and he's an amazing filmmaker in every aspect. Um, but I remember, I think we were talking like in a lecture or something and Zack Snyder was brought up and I made a comment or like, I don't know, something along the lines of like, well, you know, I think his films are stylistically cool, uh, stylistically cool, but there's things to appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like from a visual effects standpoint, he, he does some really cool stuff but I think he's overhyped. And this colleague of mine was like, oh, how dare you kind of thing. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I don't want to step on your toes. And if that's like who you aspire to be, good for you. But just in my opinion, he doesn't he doesn't hit as well as some other directors. I think Robert Rodriguez, since Alita Battle Angel, has moved on to doing, like he directed that episode of The Mandalorian. He's getting a little less cheesy. The cheese is there. Well, he just, And he's going to direct the Boba Fett show. He just signed on to do... That'll be Boba good. Fett. That sounds really do, good. He's gonna do the Boba Fett. You know show. what he also signed up to do? Fucking uh, new Spy Kids movies. Fuck yeah, I'm more, down. More of them. Um, Fuck it, I'm down. Let's see him do Spy Kids. But yeah, I'm down. like Zack Snyder for me is like it's just um, Sucker Punch it was not great. I forgot that movie even existed. Yeah, Sucker Punch was. I talked about that recently with my girl, but I don't. I, don't, I couldn't. I couldn't remember the plot very well. Right. And that's the thing is like, people are like, well, the visuals kind of subdue the plot or like, they're like the plot is in the visuals. I'm like, yeah, but the visuals aren't even that amazing. Like, they, I guess they were pretty cool at the time. What? Um, 13 years ago now. I was just, it's fucking dumb. I, I it's like women empowerment by like over sexualizing them, which like I, it, it's like a satire is like at the same time, like, don't over-sexualize women, but I'm going to sh- prove that point by over-sexualizing them. So it's like a counter... I don't know. I'm I not don't know. A, yeah, I was a little confused. I, I'm not I'm not entitled to talk about that at all. So um, yeah, make your own opinions about it, honestly. <laughs> I, I just particularly didn't care for it. Um, I thought 300 was his best thing oh, that yeah, he did. Three, oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. the issue with that is it is so faithful and true to the comic, it barely leaves any room for Zack Snyder to deviate from it and to make his own opinions, which is probably why I like it the most out of all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so that's the thing you get all the benefits of Zack Snyder's good cinematography, which he does have good cinematography, but with Alan Moore, you know, pre crazy Alan Moore fucking writing like in storytelling. So that's, that's why I appreciate it. And even then, you know, it's still a long fucking movie. (laughs) Like I can't watch it all the time. It is a very long movie. When it came to the new Watchmen show, that's where I was able to I'd be like, yeah, I think it's a better story because it's a better original story that continued off the comic. Uh, you know, had Zack Snyder, you know, I was listening to something the other day where it was kind of talking about Zack Snyder's things he would have done differently. I forgot what they were, but it's just like. Oh, you mean for like the Watchmen movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's dark. <laughs> you can barely see anything in that movie. Right. Once again, there's still room for it to be better. Also, it was an incredibly hard thing to adapt and it was no easy task. And it does. The, Zack Snyder does the deserve... The director's cut in particular does get pretty damn close to the comic. He does deserve a certain nod for being as faithful as he was. I, I will true, say that. True, very true. Uh, I wish he would have been a little bit more faithful with doing the DC shit, you know, Superman and Batman, but that's an argument for another Justice day. Justice League, right? Justice League? Okay. Oh, fuck, we're going to have to talk. Well, we're well, going to get into this. Well, well, real quick, I think I know the lore. Just just remember, I was, going, uh, I was leading this podcast talking about a show idea from the beginning 
beginning. I want to. We're talking about Zack Snyder, so I'm going to stay on that. But just remind me. Okay, I will. I will. A show idea. Okay. Yeah. So, but wait. So let me let me just kind of try to see if my train of thought lines up with yours. Go for it. Zack Snyder was supposed to direct Justice League. Right. Then something terrible and fucked up happened to him, and Joss Whedon took over. Right. So now they're releasing the Snyder cut like for real. And it's going to be like a four hour long version of the movie. Yeah. So there was talks like it was going to be a four part like show or like miniseries. It's like, no, it's just gonna be like a four hour movie. It's going to be long. (laughs) Um, So yeah, they're doing that. And you know, I'm sure it will be better than justice league because instead of two vastly different directors um, going at it, um, it'll be just one person's vision. So it, the Justice League movie was pretty fucking shit, so it really can't get worse. But at the same time, like he did Batman vs Superman, and that movie was not great either. You know, I've, Martha. I I gave it a chance, and I watched a thirty minute video about a guy defending Batman vs Superman. Although I can appreciate those thoughts towards it, I didn't agree with it. I mean, once again, all the arguments he made were like valid, but I'm like, I shouldn't have to force, or I shouldn't have to twist my thought process so much to like this movie. Of course not. I mean, it's it was an interesting thing, and I actually, like I said, I appreciated it. But it's the same thing where someone was like, and this is an actual theory online. It's like in the middle of the Joker when he's having his depressing fit, and he goes into the fridge. That type of fridge locks when it closes. And actually, my mom pointed out the same thing, like when we watched the movie because I forced her to watch it. But she's like, the theory said Arthur Fleck dreamed the rest of the movie, him going on the. Robert De Niro's show, shooting him in the head. He dreamed all that as he was dying of hypothermia. I'm like, if a guy's sitting in a fridge dying and just hallucinating shit is more interesting than this shit just actually happening, good on you, but I don't want to watch any movie you ever make. Right. And that, so that's kind of the You're same. You're talking about Joker? Yeah. So your mom also pointed out, I remember this from a previous episode, your mom also pointed out that like his eyes change when he turns into the Joker. And that was a cool little thing I remembered. Like as he makes the transitions, like when he's not... The Joker, his eyes are kind of like sad and saggy, but then when he's the Joker, his eyes, or I think his eye color changes too. I, okay, I don't, I think she asked me if that was true, and I, I told you about that. I don't know if it's true, but I actually want to rewatch Joker soon, so I'll check that out. I'll keep that. Yeah, in mind. keep that in mind, please. Let um, me know. And then, yeah, so that's so that's the same thing with Batman vs Superman. It's like if your way of thinking when watching the movie makes you enjoy it. That's great, but that doesn't mean my way of uh, that doesn't mean I will be be turned into that way of thinking either, and vice versa. Like if you like the movie, good on you. In my opinion, you didn't waste money watching the movie. I did because I didn't like it. Um, I actually have been wanting to get Batman vs Superman just another shot recently, just because it's been a while. I'm like, I'll yeah, check it out again. Yeah, me too. Um, you want to watch it together? Fuck it. Cool. Not any- now. We also got to watch Tenant and Batman vs Superman. Fuck. Yeah, we'll figure that one out. And um, but yeah. There was a lot of things I didn't like in Batman vs Superman. So even with the Snyder Cut, I'm like, you know, I'm sure this movie won't be super phenomenal, but I'll give it a shot. I will I will watch it because I like DC a lot. And I'm curious to see. Th- I mean, this is an example for a movie that we haven't had a chance in a while where it's like one director's vision that was turned into another director's vision. And then he gets to restore their vision. Like, that's cool. It's, it's a cool, like historical event in like just filmmaking wise. Just kind of like witness and see like, OK, what's it like? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of like a redux, redo. Right, and there's redo. been like there's been like director's cuts or like editing changes and shit like that for previous movies, but this supposedly is going to be a really it's going to be almost completely different movie. 
Supposedly. I'm putting that in like quotation marks. Well, I, I could believe it because they probably shot a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Joss Whedon, also uh, another kind of director I don't super care for. I mean, as a writer, like he, he helped write uh, Cabin in the Woods, and I love Cabin in the Woods. So oh, I, can't, yeah, yeah. I can't put him you on can't the can't hate full. on him, too, either. Of course not. I mean, and he was kind of thrown into that job. Um, yeah, but yeah that reminds me of something else we've touched on before, too. And I think it's, it's, I think it's very true, is that pretty much every movie you see is a four to five to six hour long movie cut down to an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Maybe two and a half hours, just depending on what kind of movie it is. So there's a lot of potential for maybe this will be a new generation, especially now that people are watching movies at home and they're getting released on streaming services alongside the theatrical releases. Maybe this will be a time that we get different cuts right away or longer cuts because it's not about sitting in a theater where you got to get up and pee and you miss a scene, whatever. But speaking of shit and movies and TV, what's your, what's your show idea? Okay. Show or movie idea. But I, I thought about it and I'm like, if I was to get any like dramatic retelling over an existing property, what I would want is Matthew Lillard to play an old shaggy years after Scooby-Doo has died. What? Because Matthew Lillard is such an underrated actor. Like, have you ever seen like Descendants with George Clooney? No. Um, he is so good in that movie. I think Matthew Lillard is a is an incredibly entertaining actor, like in Scream, uh, 13 Ghosts and shit like that. He is so entertaining, but he also has the ability to just be incredibly dramatic as well. And I, I don't think he gets a chance to really show off those chops too much because unfortunately he was in he played Shaggy twice. But um Write the script. He's also been the voice of Shaggy for years. years yeah, and which I'm is really cool. And people were like, uh, people were talking about how he should have been the voice of Shaggy in, in the Scoob. Scoob. Yeah. Well, don't be too upset about it. The movie was shit. Anyway. Well, um, yeah, probably. Write the script, Matt. But no, write I would, the script. I would just love like um, one where like Shaggy has you know he's a lot older. He doesn't really. He's kind of a loser doesn't really hang out with Fred Daphne and Velma too much because they've all cut him out of his life. Cause he's a bit of a loser and just like kind of starts forcing himself into like mysteries. I don't know. I, I totally like, it's so stupid. Like it's so absolutely dumb. Careful there, buddy. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's so absolutely dumb, but I, I would love to see it. Uh, I think Matthew Lillard could do a great job. I would be excited to see that too. Hey, um, just for like some behind the scenes knowledge and, uh, just a piece of factual evidence. Your phone listens to you 100%. I'm a believer in it. We were just talking about WandaVision to kind of break the velvet curtain that we have here. We record these episodes. We try to record these episodes on the same day. So it's one after the other after the other in one sitting. In the last episode, which would be uh, Thursday's episode, we talked about WandaVision. What? Oh, we are we on the third about episode. One, Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, this is the third episode. This is this is our Thursday episode. Yeah, we were recording threes. Uh, there you go, guys. Hey, it's like comedy. It's the best way to do it. Um, we were talking about WandaVision in thir- in Wednesday's episode or th- Thursday's episode. Jesus, this is Friday's episode. To, to be fair, I'm though, so goddamn turned around. This is Friday's episode. Yes. And in Thursday's episode, yesterday's episode, we talked about WandaVision, which we stopped recording that episode in around 20 minutes ago. And my phone has a fucking notification that we sh- that there's a new episode of WandaVision on Disney Plus. New trailer. Okay. What the fuck? In, in slight defense. Okay. Okay. 100%. 100%. Your phone listens to you. That's absolutely yeah. without argument. I talked about, uh, I think I mentioned this on podcast before. I was talking about my uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 slash cheese nip 
uh, Cheez-Its combination. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, told yeah. you that before, right? Yeah, Where, yeah, like, yeah. every time I eat Cheez-Its, I want to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 to be specific. And Why vice is that versa. so weird? That's so weird to me. Every time I watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 or think about it, I want Cheez-Its. Weird. Because, like, it was, like, it was one of those nights I just... So, have you ever been, like, shopping or, like, like looking up stuff about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and a Cheez-Its ad popped up? No, no, not, not to that extent yet. But I have been in, like, conversations where I'm talking about it, and then I get, like, multiple advertisements on my phone. It's, like, Shudder or Cheez-Its. So, like, yes, absolutely your phone listens to you and immediately advertises shit. But in slight defense, WandaVision is the new hotness right now. You, and do episodes come out, like, you did, on Monday? You or? did watch a bunch of Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, and that's Disney Plus's biggest show right now, WandaVision. So they're just pushing. Probably. And the trailer probably did just come out today. So it's, like, ah. I mean, yes, it is probably listening to you to advertise it, but at the same time, like I could see them advertising that without it. I just shut off all my notifications for Disney Plus, so I don't get it. Yeah, I noticed the phone listening to me the most on one like Instagram, which is probably the only form of social media I use. Instagram, maybe. Instagram um, fucking sucks. Man. I use TikTok and Instagram. That's like all I'm on nowadays. Instagram's advertisements know me too fucking well. It's scary. It's it's so it's like creepy. I've lost money to Instagram's <laughs> of course their advertisements ads. of course their advertisements are so good like i legitimately the other day i did not buy this but i thought very deeply about it um i got a shirt the other day or not a shirt i saw a shirt the other day what the fuck did it say um okay it was it was a shirt with a ghost on it it says i refuse to rest in peace i expect to haunt in retribution i'm like that's such a stupid shirt i fucking want it <laughs> Wow. Like, can I you not see me wearing that shirt? in retribution. I wish the audience could see what I'm seeing. It's just basically paint them a mental image, Matt. Oh, holy fuck. Uh, they can't see I anything. mean, it's literally, it's literally like a cartoon ghost above a, above a coffin, and it says those lines. But another thing to look up. Sorry, I just saw this going through my phone. I just found this out the other day. Uh, Josh Brolin. You know his father, James Brolin? Yes. Do you know he looks exactly like fucking Christian Bale? Yes. Like, it's... Yeah, that's insane. Guys, look up like look, look up Josh, no, sorry, James Brolin from Westworld the movie back in the old days. The and original look up, Westworld. Specifically in Westworld, he looks exactly like Christian Bale. And then just look up comparison, you'll fucking you'll have a day. It'll it'll throw you off. You'll question who the real kid of James Brolin is. It's probably not or Josh. Or is or is Christian Bale just James Brolin time traveling? Well, I, James Brolin is still alive, so... Well, time traveling, because you could time travel in the future, or in the past, oh, and come and to the future. and then he goes back. And he goes back to the future. Like, he fucks up so bad. Like, he's going to make a Batman 4, and it's going to be terrible, because, like, he'll direct it instead of Chris Nolan, and he's so embarrassed, he goes back in time, finishes Westworld, then has Josh Brolin as a kid. Yeah, and then it's just completely different timeline. Oh, my God. Um, well, anyways, sorry to fuck your mind. Well... Uh, do you have... One more topic. We can take this episode out a little longer. I have a little baby topic. Okay, let's hear it. I found out today um, another thing. Um, there's this indie movie. Uh, not a lot of people have heard about it. It's um, it's by this company called Disney. Oh wow, Disney, Disney, yeah. Disney. Um, it's it's uh, Mulan. It's an animated film. Have you oh, heard of Mulan? it? Mulan. Yeah, Mulan. Yeah. yeah, Mulan Rouge. Okay, so you know the captain from that movie. Yes. Do you know who voices him in Cantonese in the in the no. version for China? No. Jackie Chan. Oh, no shit. Not only that, 
he sings a song, make a man out of you. Yeah, I knew like that. A, I knew like that full, I knew he did. I thought that was just a cover, but that's because he actually. He, yeah, he sang that song in the, in the movie. Yeah. What the fuck? It's so weird. I'm that's like, mind blown. And you blew my mind twice. Get the fuck away. Get away from me. Why didn't they just have Jackie Chan play the captain in the shitty live action Mulan movie? That's my purse. I don't know you. I mean. Also, I love Donnie Yen. I love Donnie Yen so much. Oh, God damn it. Watch Killzone. It's so good. Um, you know, people be like, watch Ip Man. Yes, Ip Man's fantastic, but Killzone's my favorite, so shut up. Uh, Ip Man is good. But having Jackie Chan play that role would have been like, oh, hey, that's cool. And then he could have sung the song mid-credits, like, at the end. And people that would have been, like, been cool. They'd been like, why does this sound like, why does it sound so different? I was like, it's fucking Jackie Chan singing, yo. Jackie Chan. God, I had no idea. That blows yeah, my mind. I feel like they almost should have made him the captain in the in the American dub as well. Right? I mean, yeah. His English wasn't amazing. Well, still. <laughs> I like compared to everyone else. I know. By the way, uh Mulan is also the girl in Star Wars, the Mandalorian. Who? She's the assassin. Oh, that's Mulan. That's Mulan. That's the voice of Mulan. Not the- oh, what's her name? Fennec. Yeah. The sniper. My my bae. Like, out of all the people in Star Wars, she's my absolute bae, and I love her so much. And she's the voice of Mulan. She's the voice of Mulan. Yeah. Wow. And apparently, another topic while we're going to the trivia, the fuck, I'm, this is IMDb trivia time. Um, She apparently touched her hair so much that they made it part of her character. That's why Mulan touched her hair, because the actress, her, did it. She used to just mess with her hair a lot. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, That's a Mulan. really cool aspect. Yeah, because they definitely do the like vocal slash audio cut of the movie first, and then they go in and animate based off that, which so, is insane to me. To just audibly create a movie, it's pretty pretty crazy. Well, I mean, they'll do the they'll do the storyboard. And well, stuff like that. I, yeah, I mean, you have some form of visual reference, of course. But what I'm saying is, like, you don't have that fluidity. You don't have every single motion quite down, so you still have to like make it up in your head. It's like dreaming I, audibly. It's creepy. I'm sure it's tra- I'm sure it's probably easier than transitioning to uh, like a Miyazaki movie, like translating it to American, you know, American English. Where, American, yeah. I mean, it fucking is. You know, when they have all this already filmed stuff, and they have to fit in not only English words that kind of match the lip things but also make it legible or make it make sense Mm -hmm. like that sounds like such a pain in the ass like it sounds like it's so much easier to have the script have the delivery and then you know think of how many frames of one picture you need per second to match that up yeah luckily a lot of stuff's digital but definitely not in the mulan days it was digitally helped but still a lot of hand animation right like it still sounds like a pain in the ass but either way the animators are probably gonna be doing over like five hours worth of i mean the animation will add up to five hours worth of a movie that will then be edited or whatever. So either way, they're doing that, but maybe they have a little bit more context. I don't know. I don't know either. If you're an animator for Disney, hit us up and let us know. Yeah, you know what? Um, uh, speaking of which, we're going back to Soul really quickly, and I guess just to tie everything up. There was an animator uh, credit that I looked up. He was like the... Was it James Brolin? No, it was some new guy, and uh, he got into Pixar... I can't remember his name and it'll probably come to me for the next podcast. So stay tuned folks. But he worked his way up as an intern in Disney. Now he's like one of the like chief animators. I'm like, that's cool. At least that you still see that story happening. And I think he like graduated college in like 2017. It's like, damn. So like he's young and he's already a chief animator. Like that's pretty cool. Like to just be moving people up based on talent, not so much their age or like how long they've been with the company. 
And I like seeing that. Damn. He must I have, can't remember his name, but he must have definitely had that angel be like, you know what? You get to be proactive and good. And then for me, they were like, you're going to be a fat sack of shit that's going to die in a corner alone forever. That's how we're coded. Anyway, um, yeah. Wow, what a it. happy note to end on. Thanks for listening to the Empty Glass Podcast. Matt. Um, th- yep. <laughs> we, we're not opening, dude. We're closing. So make sure to follow us on Instagram. Hi, welcome at to the Empty em- Glass Podcast. This is Matt. <sighs> Shut the fuck Please make sure to follow us on Instagram uh, at the Empty Glass. Send us something funny. Eat we, your lips. Eat your lips. We love you. Bye. Bye. I'm going to shoot myself. What the fuck? Oh, oh. Oh, I need some moisture in my throat.